Welcome to the Brain Hickey Podcast, resources for marketers and entrepreneurs to help you leave a long-lasting mark on your audience, what I call a brain hickey. I'm your host, Adam Benzman. Hey, thanks again for tuning in to the Brain Hickey Podcast. Today we're going to talk about why you need to forget everything that you read, studied, researched, or statistics you saw about selling an email and building an email list. Now, you may want to remember some of this stuff again and reincorporate it, but for the sake of this discussion, I want you to kind of start with a clean slate, scrap everything that you read recently about writing subject lines and how to do this and do that, and hear me out. Let's start fresh and talk about building a loyal brand following using email. Now, I'm a huge fan of using autoresponders, as I'm sure you are too. When someone opts into a list, whether it's from subscribing on a website or coming in through a squeeze page, they're here because of one thing and one thing only. They think that what you have can help them, period. All they care about is you helping them. They don't care who you are, what you accomplished. They want to know, how can I find value in what you're going to send me? So you read all these studies about sending out subject lines that start like with this and this. And these internet marketers fill these swipe files for you to glean these brilliant ideas for subject lines. And I recently read a study, and it was my favorite one, that inspired this podcast. I actually read it a good long while back, and it was sent out, ironically, in email. And it said, why subject lines don't matter. So imagine opting in to an email list, and I'm in the middle of writing an autoresponder sequence for a niche industry, okay? And you could test subject lines to people. What do you think will work? What do you think about this? And I've even thrown some stuff up on LinkedIn, and it's really funny because I think, hey, this would work for this audience. And, and the people that comment negatively, I, I open up their LinkedIn profile, and I look at who they are. And I'm like, well, no, no, no wonder you don't like it. You're not, the, you're not the audience. You're not who I'm talking to. Now, obviously, that person isn't or shouldn't be on the email list to begin with. But think of this. You've all opted in at some point, I, I'm assuming, like me. And I'm going to tell you a, a short example. So I was interested in learning a little bit more about Facebook advertising. Since then, realized, leave that to the experts. I'm going to focus on what I'm good at. The world of Facebook advertising should be a master, mastered by those that, that love tinkering with that type of thing. So I see this ad, goes to uh, an opt-in. Hey, get my like 17 secrets to, to Facebook advertising that converts or whatever it was. So I click it and I opt in and then boom, I come into this video sales letter. And I've listened to multiple video sales letters. The ones that I like, I feel like someone's in the room talking to me. They resonate with my pain points. They have something that I want and they propose a solution and hint to it. And it's not like an in-your-face sale. They've purchased from those. So I, I opt in. I give this guy my email address. This video sales letter is like over-the-top infomercial, super theatrical. And I watch the whole thing largely out of curiosity. So I guess I did that right in, in some degree. And after getting through there, my inbox starts getting blown up. And it's not value. It's not like, hey, here's some tips that'll help you out. Let me tell you a story or show you a case study. It's not intrigue, you know, dangling the bait, so to speak, of showing me what he did, telling me the story, leaving this open loop that I want to learn more and giving value. What it was is bombardment of emails until I wanted to click unsubscribe, which did not take very long. It was like, oh, boom, 
I'm going to spam you until one of two things happens. One, you buy from me really quickly right off the bat, or two, you unsubscribe. And it was almost this ruthless attempt of, you know, well, whatever works, it's the fate either way. You're either going to buy from me or unsubscribe. But now I have a really bad taste in my mouth about this one person selling training for Facebook advertising. And in our internet marketing world, it is so oversaturated with everybody with the golden ticket, the template, the blueprint, the plans, the insights, you know, and it's all, I hate to say this, so much of it's garbage. And, and truthfully, it, it may not be garbage what they're selling, it's how it's being sold that really, it just feels like, like someone has strapped you down to a bed, pried your mouth open, and is just cramming this down your throat. It is so forceful and it's a giant turnoff. So here's what the takeaway is. It doesn't matter what your subject lines state. When you're interacting with people and you're talking about how to boost open rate, yes, send times do matter, okay? They do. Now, how much do they matter? Eh, depends on the niche. For business to business, I find mornings and evenings to be really great. For business to consumer stuff, you know, it's a whole different animal. But here's what the important point is. When people know, like, and trust you, it doesn't matter if you land in their inbox at 2 in the morning and sit there until they wake up or if you land in at 4.59 as they're running out the door from work. When people start to engage with what you're saying, they like what you have to say, they find value in your emails, you start to develop trust and rapport and they actually look forward to what you have to say. And especially when you can craft messages that leave stories open and that, that parlay from one message into the next message using different strategies like PSs or leaving a story unfinished and picking up where it left off throughout different email sequences. So it becomes almost like a, you know, reading a book. You have one chapter and you're kind of on this cliffhanger. What's going to happen next? And you go to bed and you're excited to see what happens next. Now, there's only a couple of people I've opted into their um email list that write like this. And even though they sell things, they sell it in such a passive way where they tell a story, they showcase value, they show me in a story what I want, the solution to my problems, and they passively bring up a solution. And I enjoy giving those people my money because one, I feel respected, two, I trust them, and three, every time I read what they have to say, it brings value. And when I said in the beginning of this, forget everything you learned about email, now obviously you wanna remember the technical components about setting up the right funnels and the different list segmentation and all that stuff, but the biggest thing that I want everybody listening to this podcast to take away is that it doesn't matter what your subject line says. What matters is the trust that you build with your readers. If once you lose that trust, once you lose the engagement, it's gone. Now, there was a, a gentleman that I had subscribed to his emails. I actually purchased one of his trainings, ironically, on email, and I got a lot of good stuff out of it. It was a very good value. I think it was about 100, 150 bucks, roughly. And I loved what he had to say. I really enjoyed what he was doing. And now this gentleman has gone in to produce multiple different products and I started to, f to feel a shift in the email copywriting that became very salesy. It wasn't value driven. It was like, it was like, uh, hey, check out me, me, me. Look at, I got a new product. You should buy it. Instead of continuing what hooked me into his brand in the first place, and I stopped opening his emails. What's funny is I haven't subscribed yet because I always have an in curiosity of what other people are doing. So I keep a pulse on it sometimes. But my point is, is that trust broke. It's been months since I've opened anything from him. So once you lose people, that precious thread that, that connected you to them is now gone. It is severed. 
So here's what I can give you as actionable tips about boosting engagement in email. The minute that someone subscribes to your list, they download an ebook, they want more, they opt in on a landing page, send them an email right away. What you want to do is make a promise to them of what they're about to get and you need to deliver. I like to remind people why they opted in or how they opted in. You never know if there's a little glitch in an email server or they stepped into a meeting and then they get an email three hours later from you and they're like, how did this guy Adam get my email again? And then if I remind them, say, hey, you opted into my blah, blah, blah. Um, here it is in case you lost it. It's a reminder. And then you can go on, make it personal, build a bond with your reader, a personal bond. Make sure it's from a human, not info at or the name of your company. It needs to come from a person, be a conversational tone and be value driven. And I've said this so many times, when you think you've given too much, give a little bit more and then give a little bit more and then give a little bit more. And that's probably about the comfort, the comfort level. People will come to know you like you, trust you, realize that you're a value driven brand. Now, depending on the bell curve of the sales cycle, you'll get those, those people that are going to buy from you right away, right? They're going to open up. They're like, man, this guy knows his stuff. He's super friendly and I like what he has to say. And you know what? He didn't hard sell me. You know, it's just, hey, here's this offering. And it's so counterintuitive. It's against the grain of what most excuse me, internet marketers teach you, what a lot of the email marketing stuff that's flying around teaches you. But if we build this trust, then all of a sudden, people aren't recognizing or opening because of the subject line. They're opening because they see that it's from you. Now, I don't know about, about you, but the way that I work, when I get emails from my clients or friends or family, I open everything because I know them, because I have familiarity with them, because every time I open them, there's something, there's some commitment that we've made through dialogue and discussion, okay? So think of this. You get emails from friends, coworkers, your clients. You open because you have this, this commitment to engaging in dialogue. So taking that same concept from engaging with dialogue and building it into your autoresponders where it is personable, it feels like a discussion, creates an engagement where this these people make this internal commitment to open your stuff. And especially when you ask for replies, you get even more engagement that way. But it doesn't matter what the subject line says. I get, I get rushed emails from clients with no subject line or just like a quick line in the subject line and no body, and I open them. So my point is, is testing different subject lines or coming up with these different theories of how to get someone to open this, it doesn't matter. Don't waste so much time trying to think that you're going to crack the code that's going on inside your prospect or the person on your list's mind. All you're doing is wasting mental bandwidth. Take that energy and focus on building the bond that when they see an email from you, they open it. Now, I've tested email topics and subject lines and creating autoresponders on startups. And sometimes we'll test them with an audience. Send them to friends and family. Hey, what would intrigue you? And what's funny is now in hindsight, it's, it's, it's garbage. There's no need to do this because if we're sending email, we're working our list. And if we're segmenting, excuse me, and if we're segmenting our email list, so the right people are getting the right messages, it doesn't matter what the subject line says. What matters is that you've built trust with the audience. So I leave you with this. Revisit your autoresponder or when you're about to write a new autoresponder, make sure that three things happen, okay? Number one, make sure the first email comes instantly. Number two, make sure that the email is coming from a person's name from the company so you can start to build a personable bond. And number three, deliver value in a conversational tone. 
deliver value in a conversational tone, okay? That is so, so vitally important because the minute you lose that trust, you're getting mixed in to the bombarding marketers full of clickbait and spam and garbage emails that are flooding your inbox trying to sell you. No one likes to be sold, okay? So give those three a try. Um, first thing, make sure that email goes out instantly. Number two, make sure it's from a personable name, the actual person behind the company, and bring value in a conversational tone. Now, by implementing these things and building that trust off the bat with your autoresponder, you can kind of put to bed your worries of subject line and all this other junk that gets force-fed to us about email marketing. I assure you, test it out. You're going to watch your engagement rates skyrocket. Your open rates are going to skyrocket and you will naturally filter out those people that shouldn't be on your list. That's all we got for this week's podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening. Access all your supplementary podcast goodies at brainhickey.com. Don't forget to click subscribe for new episode alerts. And hey, if you like what you hear, leave us a review. This is Adam Benzman signing off the Brain Hickey Podcast.